You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September the 8th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The cabinet convened this morning to vote on a controversial Likud-sponsored bill to allow cameras into polling stations on election day. Attorney General Avichai Mandelblit told the government he opposes the bill. He noted that while in principle he supports allowing cameras into polling stations, he agreed with the opinion of the chairman of the Central Elections Committee, Justice Hanan Meltzer, that pushing this law through on such short notice before the September 17th vote would create election day chaos. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that the best way to prevent election fraud is to put cameras in the polling stations and to let observers from the rival parties monitor each other. According to Netanyahu, no special cameras are needed. Observers could just use their cell phones. Netanyahu asserts that this move is intended to preserve the integrity of the vote and preventing the elections from being stolen, in his words. Critics say it is a forbidden attempt to suppress voting in the Arab sector. Prime Minister Netanyahu is expected to meet later this week with Russian President Vladimir Putin, possibly on Thursday, according to a Khan reporter. The anticipated talks would come less than a week before the September 17th national vote and against the backdrop of the heightened tensions on Israel's northern front. Prime Minister Netanyahu last week expressed interest in convening another trilateral meeting with Russia and the United States, continuing on from the meeting in June between the national security advisors of the three countries. However, sources in Moscow stress that such a summit could only take place once the understandings from that meeting are implemented. An Egyptian delegation is expected to travel to Gaza today for talks with Hamas leadership on efforts to arrange a calm. This against the backdrop of the friction in the south. The Israeli Air Force last night struck Hamas positions in the northern and central Gaza Strip in retaliation for an earlier drone attack against an IDF vehicle positioned along the border fence. The drone dropped an explosive device next to the vehicle, causing damage, but no injuries to the Israeli security forces. On Friday night, Palestinians fired five rockets toward Israel from Gaza, one of which landed in an open area in Sderot and caused a brush fire. Earlier, Palestinians said that two youths were killed in clashes during the weekly March of Return protests by the border fence. And in another development, Palestinian sources say that in Dir al-Balakh in the Gaza Strip, an Islamic Jihad operative was killed in what was described as a work accident. The Palestinian dentist who intervened and provided first aid treatment to two Israelis wounded in a stabbing attack in the West Bank yesterday says he is not phased by the threats or condemnations directed at him on Palestinian social networks. Dr. Amir Mansour subdued the 15-year-old attacker who had stabbed and wounded the two Israelis who were making their way to his clinic in the village Azun for treatment, a 17-year-old youth and his 60-year-old father. Mansour, who studied in Moscow, speaks fluent Russian and has many Russian-Israeli patients. Hundreds of Labor Party supporters demonstrated next to the Rabin Memorial in Tel Aviv last night in protest over the latest tweet by Yair Netanyahu, the prime minister's son, accusing the late prime minister Yitzhak Rabin of murdering Holocaust survivors in the sinking of the Altalena. 
Yitzhak Rabin's son Yuval wrote in response that accusing his father of murdering Holocaust survivors is a direct continuation of the posters circulating before his father's assassination, showing him in an SS uniform. Prime Minister Netanyahu distanced himself from Yair's tweet, saying that he does not agree and that his son's views are his own. Actor Shlomo Barshavit has died in Tel Aviv. He was 90 years old. Barshavit was born in Jerusalem and became involved in theater from a young age. He served in the Chizbatron troupe of the Palmach, and from then was part of hundreds of plays, movies, television programs in Hebrew and in Yiddish. Among the productions he appeared in, Pirgint, King Lear, and Casablan. Citations included a Lifetime Achievement Award for Theater and a Tel Aviv Honored Citizen Award. Israel has been ranked in the next-to-last place in the World Economic Forum's Price Competitive Index, ahead of the U.K., The price-competitive component in the survey of 140 countries examines costs of flights to Israel, port taxes, time spent in hotels, and the price of gas. And in sports, Israel's water ski team has won a slew of medals at the European Championships in Belarus, with a gold being taken by in the top spot by Aviv Levy. The weather outlook, gradually warmer tomorrow and Tuesday, mostly in the hills and inland. Wednesday, no change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Beersheba 32, and Inilat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, Spotify, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. 